0: The morning breeze, the sound of seagulls squawking, the little geckos speeding across the sidewalk trying not to be trampled, and huge long legged birds strolling by were now Taylor's scenery. She smiled as she completed the last bit of her jog and began to walk the final block. When she got to her door, Enrique dressed in a nice button down shirt with a pair of slacks standing by his black BMW that was parked right out front. He commented, When is senorita? She nodded. He paused are you upset about something? Before she opened her door, she turned to him, upset? He shrugged, I don't know. I thought maybe you possibly heard something last night while you were on the patio that could have upset you. She turned her lips over and went inside. I guess, that's a yes. He said grinning as he got inside of his car. Taylor's phone sounded, she answered, hey boo. It was her friend Sherry, how are things? She asked. Taylor looked around, oh, you know, sunshine, birds, beaches, seafood, blah blah. Oh. Poor you. She joked. Are you getting settled? More importantly, is my room ready? Taylor laughed, everything is pretty much done. I just have to finish my workspace. And your room, aka my second closet, is ready. She got a glass of water, so when are you visiting? In a couple of weeks. I'm bringing a surprise. Surprise? She hesitated, Sherry's surprises were like eating a piece of chocolate cake and immediately seeing five pounds added to your ass. Um, surprise? I'm trying to keep things low-key. Oh, don't worry. This is a good surprise. If you say so. What's wrong Tay? You seem out of it? I don't know. Maybe it's the move or it could be that I feel like John is slipping away from me. Um hum, what makes you say that? Just a feeling. One minute he's acting like he can't live without me, the next, he's doing everything to stay away from me. Oh stop. John is crazy about you. Besides, if it's just that you're needing a little action, just hook up with someone until he gets there, you know someone who won't get attached. That way it'll just be a thing to hold you over. Taylor laughed, you make it sound so simple like using water on cornflakes until you can get milk. Ew, God who would do that? I like to think of it as using 0% milk until they restock the almond. Is that what you did before Adam committed to your relationship? She chuckled, whatever happened before Adam, is before Adam. Taylor nodded as she finished her glass of water. Okay boo, I have to get busy. The day isn't going to conquer itself. Okay dear, ciao. She stood there and remembered the night before. How she sat and listened while the man in condo 69B now known to her as simply, Enrique was pleasured by a woman. Surely, he knew she was there, but why would he do it, if he had interest in her? She shook her head, it can't be him, it has to be someone else. After a nice shower and breakfast, the work to organize her workspace began. She had one shelf with all of her lenses and another with the camera bodies. She had some studio lights set up, her long desk with three monitors, a printer, an external hard drive, and a host of other toys from camera drones to GoPros. She sat at her desk staring at pictures of John. He was a regular guy, brown hair, tapered, clean-shaven, wore glasses, he was average build, super sweet, but what you saw is what you got. He was literally no bells or whistles. That was the thing she thought she loved about him, but when it came to making love, it was the one thing she dreaded. She sighed as she picked up her phone and sent him a text, thinking about you. The three dots appeared for a moment then disappeared. She waited, but nothing. What was happening between them? She didn't really understand it. Then suddenly, her mind flashed to her last meeting with Dante. It was when John was out of town visiting his friend's Minnesota. She ran into Dante while she was at the mall. The look he gave her. The one where he would bite his lip and then lick them, drove her insane, Miss Taylor. He said, she smiled. Dante, what are you doing in town? Can I get a hug first? He knew the answer. She walked up to him and wrapped her arms around him. He smelled nice. She felt like melting into him. She stepped back. How long are you here? Actually, I only came to see you. You girl told me that you were here shopping. That you were um alone for the weekend. His eyes scanned her. He remembered how she tasted and longed to taste her once more. She nodded, I am, but. Do you want some company? She was silent. How could she respond to that? She did, but how could she say, yes? She shrugged, I don't know. He wrote down the address to the hotel where he stayed and the room number and slipped the hotel key card in her back pocket, I'll see you tonight. He stepped away. Taylor shook her head, looked back at her cell phone, still no response from John. Did he know about that night? The only people that knew were her and Dante. When she showed up to the room that night wearing a sexy black dress that hugged her in all the right places, her hair straightened and flowing down her back. She almost didn't use that key, but the door opened and there Dante stood with his shirt off displaying his amazing upper body, Miss Taylor. He opened the door wider, her feet carried her across the threshold and there she was. So, what have you been up to? He asked as he poured her a drink. Um, just working. I'm working part time with the journal, but I've also started doing some freelance stuff that's really taking off. He smiled, I've always told you you had what it takes. He handed her the glass of wine. she smiled. You did say that that night when we first met. He nodded and took a sip of his wine. so he placed the glass on the table. She stood by the table. He smiled, make yourself comfortable. He walked over to her and removed the wrap she wore, covering her shoulders. His lips kissed her neck. Dante. Shh. He replied, still kissing her neck and her shoulder, your body is screaming for some attention. His hand moved the strap off one shoulder and exposed her right breast. He held it in his hand. He remembered how he enjoyed holding her breasts. His left hand caressed her thigh and went up the inner side until he found her panties. He touched the top of her panties and felt the magic spot and just rubbed in circular motions, she pressed into him. Tell me what you want. Would she dare say it? He kept touching that spot and her legs began to shake. Her panties were wet. She turned to him, she removed the dress and stood there in front of him in just her thong and a pair of high heels. He smiled, reached for her hand, and they walked toward a chair. He stopped, dropped his shorts, and sat back. She kneeled down in front of him and looked up into his eyes as she touched him. One hand stroking his penis and the other touching his balls, damn baby. He uttered, she leaned in and tasted him, he was sweet just like she had remembered. He ran his fingers through her hair, I missed you so much. He moaned and groaned. She stopped, stepped out of her heels and straddled him. Oh, you know what you came here for. She grinned as he entered her. His hands gripped her butt and he squeezed and spread them wider so he could feel all of her. She was so wet, it dripped onto the chair and the sounds of moisture were heard as she moved up and down on him. He stood up, carrying her towards the bed, before placing her down, he held her up and enjoyed the feeling of her. She held him tightly, until he laid her down. Every stroke was long. He knew how she liked it. He could feel her tightening her muscles on him, baby. I know baby. He went a little faster until she gripped him so tight, he could not move. They came at the same time, panting and moaning, two bodies glistened under the glow of the lamplight. You remember what I told you the night we first made love? He asked as he looked down into her eyes. She nodded, that after that night, I belong to you. He nodded, you always gone belong to me. I don't care who you're with or where you are. She smiled, I love you. Taylor's phone sounded. Finally, John had texted her back, busy day at work, 12-hour shifts. I miss you too. She smiled and replied with a heart emoji. She sighed and sat back. An email flashed. She was scheduled for three jobs. She reviewed them and accepted all three. Business was great. She just had to figure out her love life. Taylor had just loaded the last of her camera equipment into the trunk of her mead-sized SUV. The trunk closed and she walked around to get into the vehicle. She set the GPS for her first job. A small political luncheon fundraiser. She didn't usually like doing those particular events, but it did provide a steady stream of income and also allowed her to meet the who's who of the town she worked in, which often led to more lucrative opportunities. She drove with the windows down, allowed the ocean breeze to dance across her skin and through her hair. She wore a pair of beige loose-fitting linen pants and a solid white tank with a floral print light and airy shirt layered on top. When she arrived at the venue, she introduced herself to the head of the event staff, She received instructions on what they wanted and was left to do her thing. She took pictures of the setup, it was beautifully decorated, and the backdrop of the bay with all the boats made it more inviting. She took pictures of local political figures as they walked in and posed. Then, through her lens, she saw a familiar face. It was him standing next to the mayor and a police chief. The mayor, a tall white man with silver hair, introduced the two men Police Chief Griggs, this is Dr. Salazar. They shook hands. She snapped a few pictures and they went on their way. She continued to walk about talking pictures, changing lenses as needed. As her time for the job was nearly expired, she began to pack up her items. Enrique appeared next to her, so the mysterious lady from Condo 69A is a photographer. She continued to secure the lenses in the case, your powers of observation are impeccable. She couldn't look at him. It was something about his eyes it was almost as if he could see through her or into her. He laughed, beautiful and a great sense of humor. She turned to him and her eyes smiled. Ah an almost smile. He added. He reached down and picked up a few of the cases, allow me to help you. He stated as if he had made up his mind that he was helping her whether she wanted him to or not. They walked out to her vehicle. She opened the trunk and began to carefully place her items inside. He handed her the cases he carried. Thank you. She placed the items inside and shut the trunk. He was still looking at her, I would like to take you out to dinner. She smiled, that's nice, but, I'm already in a relationship. His eyes widened, are you? Is it so hard to believe? No, not at all. Just making sure you're not just saying that to deter me. He looked her over, who's the lucky man that gets to make love to you every night? Her eyes widened, The question was bold, but honestly, she hadn't been with John in months. Their schedules often conflicted and even when they had a moment, he was either too tired or preoccupied with something else. John. As in John Doe? He joked. No. John Baker. He nodded. He offered his hand, she shook it. It's a pleasure to meet you? Taylor Newman. Taylor. He said. It sounded perfect rolling off of his tongue, I'm Enrique Salazar, doctor. What's your field of practice? Cosmetic surgery. She nodded. Well it was nice talking to you. I have to get to my next job. Hasta luego. He said with certainty. She replied, hasta luego. She nodded and walked around to the driver's side got in and drove off. As she drove, her mind ran rampant with his face, his lips. He was on the lighter side, but you could tell he was mixed race Hispanic. His hair was dark black, thick and wavy, his lips were full. She shook her head, too bad he lives next door, she thought. Her mind flashed to what Shelley had suggested. All jobs went according to plan. When she got home, she checked her schedule for any pending jobs. She had two new ones for that Saturday morning, one for a family photo shoot on a yacht and another later for a print ad. She accepted her jobs and prepared her gear for the next day. When work was done, Taylor had showered, put on a nightshirt and some non-slip socks and sat back on the chaise lounge. She listened to jazz and drank white wine. After the glass was empty, she headed to the patio and sat outside of the sofa. The night air was breezy and light. A few boats sailed by and a few people were out enjoying a late-night walk. She smiled. She tried to keep her mind from going there. Then she received a text message, I can't stop thinking about you. With a picture of himself, beach shorts, no shirt, and a dazzling smile. For a moment, her heart beat faster, but she caught herself, she replied, how did you get my number? I have my ways. He replied, send me a picture of you. He asked. I don't have any. Mendidosa. A photographer without any pictures. She smiled. I take pictures of other people and things, not myself. Take one now and send it to me, so I can have something beautiful to dream about. She almost complied with his request, but replied, I can't. I'm sorry. I already told you I have a boyfriend, please respect that. She stood and went indoors. As she lay on her bed that night, staring at his photo. His eyes. She struggled with the fact that she wanted him in the worst way. She imagined him standing in her room wearing nothing, body chiseled to perfection. Hola, preciosa. He said. She smiled. He crawled on top of her and looked down into her eyes. She could feel his breath touch her skin. His lips touched hers lightly. His hand found its way under her gown, she didn't wear panties. He smiled, you're ready for me. She nodded and he pressed his way inside. She lay in bed touching herself as she imagined him there. She moaned and salivated until final her body flinched and jerked and trembled and then she fell asleep.